welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. This is the Maverick Podcast. I am your host, DJ Maverick. Today, we have a super talented guest, third generation commercial artist, the one and only Oki Dust. Welcome to the podcast. Here, 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 here. We made it. <laughs> How's it going? It's good. It's good. Yep. Awesome. So I'm Dusty Gilpin. Yeah. Uh, like you said, I'm just an artist here in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. full time chump. Part-time artist. Uh, but yeah, man, that's it. Before we jump in, for the 1% of the people out there that don't know who you are, uh-huh. tell us a little bit about what you do. I know we said commercial artists, but you do all kinds. You mix all different kinds of textures yeah. and everything. So uh, I mean, so kind of like a fun saying that I used to say, it's like, by any media necessary, there you know? Go. So um, I like, I screen print. I do digital work, graphic design. I yeah. kind of grew up in a design studio I love drawing cartoons and illustration. I love lettering. Cool. I love graffiti. I, you know, I kind of had a little graffiti period while I was in uh, high school and college and, and that kind of stuff. So awesome. I like that. But now, pretty much, it's just signs okay. and murals and like digital art. Cool. Yeah. I've had uh, several muralists on the podcast, mm-hmm. and they always give you a shout out. Oh, man. <laughs> it always leads to Oki Dust. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've been around a while, I guess, you know, yeah. painted a lot of stuff. Oklahoma City's not a huge scene, yeah. you know. Uh, it's growing. It's growing tremendously. It's mm-hmm. incredible how much it's grown in the last. So I've probably been painting murals for maybe 15 years, yeah. and it's like like quadrupled. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, it's like, been awesome. We're popping off, yeah. and it's really good. So... I am lucky to have just a little bit of a of a jump start on some of these younger guys yeah. like Jose, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, shout out Jose. And they and they and and I got to kind of take them under my wing. Yeah. Some of those guys, you know what I mean, or, yeah. or gals or whatever. But but cool. um, so yeah, it's cool. That's, that's nice. Awesome. It's really nice whenever they they. That's super. I mean, Jose doesn't have to mention me. You know what I mean? None of these people have to <laughs> right, mention me. I, I'm right. just a chump. That's the thing that I've been most impressed with is like how close-knit your community is. A lot of that is, for a long time, it was just kind of difficult to paint a mural or a sign in Oklahoma City. Yeah. We had these kind of archaic laws mm-hmm. or ordinances that would keep, that would pretty much keep you from putting like graffiti murals right. or portraitures or even like artwork that was related to the business. Mm-hmm. So if we we're, if we were gonna paint something on that outside of this and we did a microphone, it used to be like, no, you can't paint a microphone because that's a, that's a sign now. Really? And yeah, and so there are okay. all these like different ordinances and stuff. And so I think it, we were friends because we were all working against yeah, the man, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like trying okay. to uh, paint stuff. That was like the goal. We I gotta see. find some walls. We don't have anything to paint. <laughs> yeah. You know? So did you grow up in Oklahoma or where did yes. you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you were born in OKC yeah. or what? Yeah. Okay. Uh, born in OKC. Um, I mean, and it's like deep rooted OKC. My dad was yeah. born in OKC. His dad was born in Oklahoma. We cool. go back like four or five generations like land run on one side of the family and then Choctaw on the other side. Wow. You know, like long, long, long time. Yeah. Yeah, Like uh, pre pre statehood or right around statehood. Okay. So in the intro, we said third generation, third generation artist. Yeah. So long long time generation. How did it start? How did like everything start out? Um, Well, I guess in uh, my granddad, was uh, his name was Richard Gilpin, Dick uh-huh. Gilpin, great guy, incredible artist, um, super funny, uh, humble, 
treated his employees well. He's just a great guy. Cool. Um, and it's cool. I, I'm just like rolling off on this now, but it's cool now. Like there's men that are like my father's age that mm-hmm. knew my granddad that are artists that he mentored here. Uh, okay. So I kind of get this like, you know, I'll be at an art show and I'll see some guy that's maybe 60 mm-hmm. and I'll be like, your granddad was my boss oh, whenever I man. first started doing art. And, you know, that's it's awesome. like really cool. But so my granddad, uh, he was in the military. Mm-hmm. He came back um, and he started doing design work or illustration. He was just a really good artist. And so he okay. uh, started trading Oklahoma State University design work for uh, classes. So he would go to classes a little bit. And this was okay. like 1950 probably. So he and, was doing like their uh, like merchandise or logos. Um, or what, what well, type of it used stuff to be like it would be like uh, letterheads or like uh, programs uh, okay. for football games. Like posters, yeah, maybe. posters, uh, okay. book covers. He did, okay. you know, in like they used to have different colleges for each thing. So you know, whatever mm. uh, medical college or pharmaceutical or architecture or whatever. Yeah. So he'd do, illustrate all the book covers for each one of those. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. He did Pistol Pete stuff. He did a lot of Pistol Pete illustrations. Okay. Um, but so he didn't graduate, but he was in school there, mm-hmm. came back to Oklahoma City in 1952 and um, started a design studio right on 13th and Classen. Oh, really? Okay. Which is like, I'm, I mean, I'm in the plaza, which is like 16th and Classen yeah, pretty much. That's pretty cool. So it's cool. Yeah. I like drive yeah. around these same roads my granddad did mm-hmm. and I see buildings that he, you know, w- like worked in. And, yeah. and, and so then my dad uh, just followed in his footsteps. He went to college. Came back, worked for Graphic Art Center. That's what okay. it's called. And uh, that's it. And so then I was born and I got to grow up in an art studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like graphic design studio. So, it was, you know, it was, they were like cutting out poster or, you know, do, doing all the layouts. Yeah. And, and No Photoshop, air, right? Yeah. Like it was that's like... what's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Airbrush, like in Photoshop, used to literally be an yeah. airbrush. You know, they'd be <laughs> right. like airbrushing photos, yeah. like softening people's faces or adding wow. a glow or whatever. Yeah, it's amazing. That's crazy. Uh, and like, yeah, it was just, it was just cool. It was so it was meant different. to be. It was, it was in the cards, be, right? Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like... I, there's no way I could ever get out of Oklahoma. There's no way I could ever just get out of art. I'm just like, this is, you know, and I'm, I'm a, I'm a faithful guy. And so I do believe like this was the path that Mm -hmm. I was designed to, to do. Right. Um, now, usually I, when you hear family business, the kids always want to rebel and they're like, I don't want any part of that. Was yeah. there ever a split second where you're like, I want to join a rock and roll band or something? Uh, I think my parents would probably say that there were some, but I don't think, no, I think, I mean, I've always drawn. Yeah. It's like just and written, you know, I just like drawing, doodling. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think what happened was I grew up with this graphic design, like foundation, yeah. right? And so then in high school, when I wanted to rebel, it was like, you know what? I like drawing cartoons. My granddad likes drawing cartoons. He likes drawing letters. I like drawing letters. But you know what's dope with cartoons and letters? Graffiti. Uh, okay. And, you know, Got like it. now. And, and so then that graffiti, you know, I started painting whatever little ditches and, and stuff around my neighborhood and electrical mm-hmm. boxes and all that stuff and, and whatever. Um and you get in trouble and you do your <laughs> stuff or whatever, but uh, that's it. You know, yeah. we're, we're like painting on, st- you know, on walls. And, and mm. so your letters, instead of being like a traditional D, you know, it's like 
well, this D is going to be like bent here and come up over here. It's going right. to have a bevel and it's going to have this outline and yeah. then it's going to have my cartoon next to it, you know, yeah. pointing at it. And so when so. I see your stuff and your lettering and stuff, sometimes it gives like a retro, but yet modern vibe. I don't know if that's the way you would describe it, but it kind of reminds me like back in the day when people were like, would put like, you know, actual paint on businesses to advertise or whatever. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some of your lettering reminds me of that, but it's like a modern twist on that. Yeah, I mean, I just I try to float that. I I think it's again just like um just influence from everything, you know? I yeah. mean, I love lettering, but I you know, and so I do signs. And mm -hmm. so sometimes it just depends on the the client and the application. You okay. know, what what do they want? Do they need uh, something super psychedelic and crazy, like, okay, let's do it. Or yeah. do they just want like my logo? You know, okay. you just want a logo. Then it's okay. like, I got to learn to do straight letters too. Mm -hmm. So I think being as uh, malleable to cater to people sometimes yeah. helps you grow as an artist because you're learning things. Even if it's like, man, I do not want to do this logo, right? If I go do it, you might learn something. There's going to be something different about that wall or that paint or that sure. logo that's going to teach you something. And then you take that information, you go apply it to the dope stuff that you're trying to do on your own. Okay. You know, cool. and so, so awesome. you, you, and that's like, so kind of like before the show, we were talking about just like making it as an artist, yeah. as an independent. Let's get into that because I think, you know, I was talking about myself too. Like there's so many creatives out there that would love to do what you're doing, right? Like you're leaving, living the dream. You're like living, being creative, right? Like that's paying your bills. A lot of people don't get that opportunity, right? Right. You have to work at eight to five, a quote unquote real job, right? right? Uh, I mean, well, again, just like we were saying earlier, it, it is also like you kind of have to train yourself to be on a low budget, to yeah. operate on a low budget. Um, I mean, I, I am super blessed. I, I'm married. I have a wonderful wife who has mm -hmm. a wonderful job, okay. you know, and I'm not saying that I just get to skate by without generating any sure. income, <laughs> but, um, it is also, I mean, you, you do have to kind of learn to be broke if you're going to try to make it as an artist and that yeah. sucks. It's not cool being broke all the time, you know, but you will dry. It will force you to figure it out, yeah. you know? So did you ever have like a quote unquote real job and then you like hated it or, or you've always kind of done your own thing? I mean, I, the, the realist jobs that I had, realist jobs I had were like working in screen printing shops. I work okay. at Eskimo Joe's screen printing shop whenever I was in Stillwater, but okay. I was, I wasn't even on like the print floor. I was just moving boxes around, I you see. know? Um, I wanted to be printing. I so wanted you were to be just wanting stuff. to be like around it at the time, at least like right. try to be around. Oh it, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely always try to put myself around uh, yeah. art or whatever, you know. Okay. Yeah. And then you made the jump. Like one day you were like, "Hey, like I just got to do my own thing." Or how did it go down? Well, so I was in college at OSU, following the footsteps of my father and his father before, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and like my grandfather, I didn't finish. OSU, I just was up there and uh, my one of my friends, John Milner, um, was a was a friend from high school and he yeah. called me up one time and was like, yo, you do art. Uh, I just bought a screen printing press. Let's 
can can you help me figure this out? You know, just I like want to get it going. Out of the yeah, blue, like yeah, yeah. It was. Call. It was pretty yeah. random. I mean, he was calling me about uh, like helping out with a with a camp. Mm-hmm. He ne- they needed some volunteers or whatever. Okay. And we just got on that conversation of like, oh, what are you up to these days? I'm like, I'm an artist. I'm I'm in art school. Um, I want to start a screen printing shop someday. And he's like, no cool. way. I bought a screen printing press. Yeah. Come on down. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So he and uh, Bryson Panis and Chase Kirby. Uh, all four of us started a little t-shirt shop in our garage okay. and it was called tree and leaf. And oh, okay. It was just a, it was just, we just screen printed silly t-shirts and, and, um, so we started taking in contract orders. And so I would do the design work for, you know, whatever high school. And then we just print them in the garage and, and it just slipped. We weren't paying ourselves. Yeah. We, you know, there were four owners and it, 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 in a screen printing company, you can't, we're not making any money, mm-hmm. but we paid off our equipment and then we found like a really cheap space to rent, Okay, you know, and it was way up on Northwest Expressway. Some people remember it because it was super hard to get to. It's like far away from everything. Was that like, uh, was like where, where, where Target is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I remember those little shops in yeah. the back. Right? Yeah, we were in the back. Yeah. Like Looney Bin Comedy Club yeah, was back there. Those are like super yeah. hidden kind of. Yeah, they're there. still empty. Yeah. I think I don't think there's anything <laughs> back there. Yeah. But uh, so we were there for we were in that in that area and and we did a couple different things. We mm-hmm. occupied like three spaces at one time and ran a concert venue. Oh, really? We were having like parties and graffiti jams and okay. and concerts and that's very uh, cool. Yeah, it was super fun. So that was you know we were young. We I, I, we started the company when I was twenty. We just, like so that's, dropped out of college wow. and and. Okay. Um, and I lived with my parents until I was 26 down the street from yeah. my screen printing shop, you know, and they were just like, get out. And, uh, <laughs> but we slowly and slowly and slowly and slowly, like, just kept putting our money back into the business. Yeah. And, and it was fun, man. It was really fun. So we ended up doing that for uh, like 12 years. And then we had a store in the Plaza District mm-hmm. uh, that was just retail. And we had the, the big screen printing operation out on the other side of town. And it was cool. You know, we didn't make a ton of money, but we, everybody, you know, we paid our employees well. Yeah. We survived on our, you know, 20s and 30s. And That's it was a win. Great. Yeah, book, we, you know? we met, and yeah. for me, that 10 years or 12 years became like kind of my doctorate degree in mm-hmm. art because I was getting to meet like every, every artist I know now really I probably met through the doors in my shop. You, you know, know what I, think, I mean? Uh, like, Jose mentioned that he would go buy paint Jose, at your yeah, shop, When right? he was like 16. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like That's he cool. had to come in with parents or, oh, really? or yeah, because uh, okay. I couldn't sell paint to minors. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then, and, but, but we were having art shows and, and, mm. you know, so Dylan Bradway and, and Tony Thunder and Jason Polly and Chris Canaley and all these guys, you know, we just yeah. like all these people, we, we, uh, employed Tanner Frady, who's a great sign painter and, uh, Phil Bearshield and John Metcalf started their own screen printing company and mm. Taylor, uh, Dickerson started a screen printing company. It was crazy. We just like, it was this cool hub that, you know, it, it dissolved eventually but yeah. all these people kind of ended up coming out of it like independent yeah. creative so for a while was it like just like a hub where like people would just hang out yeah. like creative people yeah it was awesome yeah i mean we it was there were probably six uh to eight people there every day just mm-hmm. kind of doing something i'd be doing design work john would be doing the accounting and the ordering and and invoicing all that stuff and then we have like 
maybe four or five guys in and around the shop just doing stuff. Okay. Yeah, it was fun. It was cool. great. Yeah, was and great. I want to say you guys also, like, kind of did your own, like, shirts, too. Like, like yeah. you had, like, your own kind of merch brand, line, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess it was a brand. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, and it was fun. And it was all – we – so that was real early on. We started doing like some Thunder parody shirts, which, okay. you know, the Thunder was new and there weren't really like too many other t-shirt shops doing, yeah. the, doing the knockoff Thunder stuff, streetwear type Thunder stuff. Uh, and so that kind of gave us an, a really great following. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you pull them in with that stuff and then they see that you've got some other shirt about Oklahoma. We did a ton of like just... Oklahoma City positive shirts or Oklahoma general shirts. So we're just yeah. stoked on this That's state. Awesome. And so, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you don't you see a lot of, like, rep Oklahoma merch, right? Like, you always see, like, I love New York or whatever, right? But yeah. never Oklahoma. Man, so 15 that's much years needed. ago, there was, like, I mean, yeah. you really couldn't find, like, an Oklahoma shirt that wasn't, <laughs> yeah. like, collegiate football related. Yeah, that's right? true. Like, yeah. So. Okay, cool. So walk me, how did the whole, like murals come about like how did that because that that seems like it's like a whole different format you're talking like large scale like how did that go down yeah i i mean so we're doing graffiti we're and i say we just like the groups of people that i was hanging around with Mm -hmm. um and so every space that we occupied had a mural on the wall of some sort on the outside or the inside or whatever so we're painting that and then it just grows from there like some body comes into the store and they're like, man, I'd like a something like graffiti mural in my yeah. restaurant Your or bar or whatever, whatever garage yeah. or something okay. or church youth room or, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. high school art class or whatever. Uh, and so you go, okay, yeah, well I'll do it for some beers and a pizza. And yeah. they're like, cool. Okay. And you go do it. And then the next time you go, man, I didn't make any money off that. I should probably charge <laughs> at least supplies or something. Yeah, right. right. And so then you, you're young <laughs> yeah. and you know, you're stoked on it, but you're like, oh man, I came away from this next job with like enough extra paint to go paint something else yeah. or whatever. And okay. it really is. It's like stair step, baby step. Uh, you just kind of build build yeah. stuff up walk me through maybe like the worst experience of doing that i don't know if you want to share that but like oh, did you ever like sign up for a project and it turned out to be like this massive wall or something and you're like no there's no way. oh i'm trying to think <laughs> of like horror stories all i mean all the the real horror stories are like knocking over a paint bucket or you know okay. dropping a, a fully loaded paintbrush like off your off your lift or yeah. something you know it splats right but on the never ground like the, a, no. i signed up for something and like there's no, no way no. i can do it type of thing i don't think yeah. i don't think i ever had anything too major like that okay yeah <laughs> hope not knock yeah. on like fake, fake wood <laughs> no, it'll <but> work yeah. <laughs> yeah cool so walk me through that creative process and like how do you like like let's say i i, I say i want a mural or whatever do you like sketch it out on a piece of paper first do you do it on like a Mac, like what, what's, what's your process there? Um, so my design work, my, uh, illustration work and my mural work, pretty much everything in mine starts with pencil and paper okay. almost a hundred percent of the time. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe I'll doodle something in procreate or Adobe mm-hmm. draw with the pencil on the iPad, but that's, I, I just get, I get way better results personally with pencil and paper. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I start there. Um, if it, it, I mean, I ask the client what they're looking for. Um, if they, if if it needs to be logo based or even subject based, like Mm -hmm. it's a restaurant, we want this type of 
whatever theme or sure. you know yeah okay. um so you just kind of bounce off stuff like that and then it does go pencil paper draw some stuff up pull it into illustrator mm-hmm. i'm like i'm like married married to illustrator oh yeah yeah the, okay. the illustrator pin tool yeah if anybody knows you know click 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 that's my it's that's i pin tool everything <laughs> yes yeah, yeah i'm a maniac when it comes to cool. pin tool but so yeah i do it do that uh measure the wall uh get it either do it through a grid there's a couple different applications like when installing a mural you can yeah. use a pattern you can use a projector you can use a grid or a freehand you know yeah uh, so it kind of just depends on Okay. On the media, you know, is it spray paint? Is it latex? There's just a bunch of different stuff. Got it. Okay. So I think in my notes, I saw that you were colorblind. I am colorblind. Is that right? Yeah. I so am. how does that work being an artist? How is that like a, like a roadblock type thing? Or is it like never bothered you? Man, what? I think, you know, so it's, uh, I'm red, green, colorblind. Mm-hmm. Um, it runs in the males on the mom side, of, on my mom's side of my family. So my dad and my granddad aren't colorblind, but I am. Um, I think initially it probably pushed a lot of my work to be black and white. Okay. I used to, when I was younger, I used to only draw like cartoon, I like see. comic style cartoons and not like comic, like Superman, like comic, like newspaper comic, okay. you know, little panel cartoons, like, uh, like funny Mickey little Mouse, jokes Steve or whatever. Yeah. Mickey Mouse, Steamboat oh, oh, cartoon, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steamboat Willie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Cuphead or something, you know, that style. But mm. And then I think uh, once you start using spray paint, you know, um, there's all these colors, you know, yeah. and, and, and it's, I don't know, I just ended up trying to use colors. And so now, I mean, a lot of my art really goes into this like very, very warm color palette. I mm-hmm. like using orange, pink, uh, yellow purple, real bright, super, super saturated colors. Yeah. And I'm and I've never like tested the colorblind glasses or anything like that, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, man, maybe I'm overdoing it. Maybe this stuff is yeah. really not good. Or, or maybe it'll like uh, open up like a different like yeah, side maybe. of your artwork, right? I know, yeah. I know. I'm nervous though. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm going to risk it. Well, I'd rather I, ignorance is bliss. I mean, I think the stuff that I've seen like it's it's super complimentary, right? Like that's the thing that I'm like kind of questioning is like if, if you're colorblind, how do you know what colors are complementary to one another? Because like I have a hard time with that, right? Like, yeah. Like how do you do that? Uh, I, I don't know. I think, you know, I'm painting it the way I'm seeing it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not like being colorblind is exaggerating any colors, sure. right? So but it may skew the spectrum in which I paint it. You know, uh, I don't know. Okay. It's just weird. (laughs) I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) there are some things like, like skin tones are difficult for me because I'm red, green, colorblind. So you have a color like brown where it's red and green. Right. And so it's difficult for me to sometimes uh, differentiate between a brown that has like a red or a, or a, uh, like a maroon tint to it or like a pinkish hue versus a brown that's going to be like something you would use with like a tree, you know, where it's like green brown or Mm -hmm. something like that. So those colors are real difficult to to tell. Blue and purple are really, really close. And that one is one that has gotten me into issues before. Luckily, colors on the cans or whatever are like labeled. But like when I was a kid in like Mm -hmm. elementary school, I would... Color the map 
purple, you know, for the water uh, instead of blue really? because okay. the kids would like peel the, the labels off yeah, the crowns, like, you know, and you're close. like, yes, <laughs> I mean, I guess and they'd be yeah. like, why is yours purple? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. But you know, so you just kind of, I guess you just yeah. figure it out. Man, that's pretty cool. Cause like <laughs> some people would have said like, Hey, I'm colorblind. Maybe I shouldn't be an artist. Yeah. Right. But you're like, Hey, forget hey, it. Just Let's go run with it. Yeah, it. Might as well. I mean, yeah. and the client will correct you, you know, mm. you paint something wrong. Somebody yeah. is going to be like, yo, <laughs> the water's the right, purple. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. So it's okay. A okay. couple, a couple little mistakes and cool. then you're like, figure it out. Another thing that's cool about you is your van. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. I totally dig your van. So are you a big car person or how? Oh did, yeah. 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 Love, love. Tell cars. me a little bit about that. Like how's your, your love about cars come about? Uh, well, so, uh, just kind of, again, with the family, uh, grew up with, with uncles that were mechanics and, mm. uh, my cousins were always super into cars. They're mechanics now. Both my cousins are mechanics now. Okay. And I was an artist, but I still enjoyed, you know, I enjoy the design yeah. of a classic automobile, you know, What's all like the your, details. Uh, like pie in the sky. If you could have any car in the world, is it like a hot rod? Like what would you pick? Man. I don't know. That old van that I drive around. <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm, 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 you know, if yeah. you just settle, yeah. then life is bliss. I saw <laughs> on your IG where uh, you're like, where else can you get this driving experience? Because like the engine yeah. is inside the van. In the van. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, can take, you can take the, uh, it's called the doghouse, but you okay. can take the doghouse yeah. off and be like tuning your carburetor yeah. while you're like you're driving. Like smelling the, <laughs> yeah. the gas yeah. and the fumes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, just, I like... Uh, I, I like old cars. So, I, my, oh, my pie in the sky, my, like, man, yeah. I don't know. I do, like, real old Porsches are real cool. I okay. think that's kind of, like, probably driven from just being a, a designer, you right. know. That's, like, very design-driven. Yeah. Uh, but any of those old old trucks are great. You know, internationals, old trucks, uh, mm-hmm. you know. I was expecting you to be, like, 69 Camaro no, or 65 no. Mustang or something like that. I have an old Malibu, and I have my van, Okay. And I'm good with this. And you're right good. Now. Yeah. Okay. My Malibu, you know, if I could have my dreams come true, it would be it would be just renovating my Malibu to where it needs to be. Okay. To be a to be a great car. Cool. It's a great car. But and you're a, you're pretty like handy as far as mechanical work or what? I would say uh <laughs> man, I can I can take stuff off yeah. and take some pictures and watch a YouTube video sure. and put the new one on Okay, and most of the time it runs. And you don't have like extra parts. Like that's what happens with me. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I've got all these extra screws and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> that's why I don't ever try it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes definitely it is much better to bite the bullet and pay somebody yeah. to fix your car. If, yeah. Yeah. Done. Cause yeah. a, uh, you know, paying somebody to do three hours worth of work that is going to take me three days worth right. of work might be worth it. So yeah. time is money sometimes, but yeah. So that old van is cool. I got the van because it's obviously a work truck. It yeah. is just completely big and empty on the inside. And it's I've got super a little unique, sink. right? Yeah. Like you don't see yeah, like bands up, like that. Painted, like, it's yeah. all painted up on the outside. So it's got graffiti on the back and some letters on the front and it's mm. very bright and um, it's like almost your business card, right? Oh yeah, like it, it introduces is. you before like you even get there, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. And I mean, you know, it, that's cool. It's a billboard. It's a rolling billboard. It's a big old band. Yeah. So. And it's reliable, like it's, it's reasonably easy, reliable. Like reasonably, it's <laughs> part of the romance yeah, of yeah. owning a vintage vehicle Definitely. is it not being reliable, yeah, right? You have character. to, yeah, you <laughs> have to be unsure whether or not you're going to get to your yeah. destination. Okay, cool. 
All right. So I know that there's an interesting story where you like hitchhiked once upon a time, right? I, so yeah. <laughs> tell me about I that. Go, I went hitchhiking one time. Uh, I went hitchhiking a couple times, but one time was like a big time. It was it was early whenever we had started Tree and Leaf. So we were up on Rockwell and Northwest Expressway. Okay, so um, you're like 20. I was yeah. 21. 21. 21 okay. years old. Um, and one of our employees, his name was Caleb Nims. He was mm -hmm. like my graffiti tagging buddy or whatever, yeah. Red 405 or Oki. Actually, it was what he used to. He used to write graffiti. It was Oki. Okay. And so one of our first graffiti pieces said Oki Dust right underneath it. So uh, that kind of ended up just being Oki Dust. But uh, so Oki and I, Caleb Nims, we left the store at like seven in the morning the first day of spring break mm -hmm. and we were like we're just gonna go hitchhiking just like random on the whim yeah just well because like, well, we were we had one week you know yeah. we were out of school and we didn't have jobs that week or something yeah <laughs> so we were like yeah let's just go hitchhike let's see how far we can make it we were like how we much just you have in your walking. pocket like oh uh, man <laughs> it wasn't a lot we yeah. did not have a lot um but we we packed we had one backpack each and yeah. you know i bet we probably had 250 bucks or something okay. you know i don't know it's not gonna get you very 500 far. bucks maybe <laughs> yeah. yeah no yeah. but we weren't we kind of made it a rule like we're not spending money okay or like for travel okay. right we're not paying you know we're not gonna go get a uber oh well, i mean right. uber wasn't around right right but uh, <laughs> But so we started walking down the street at seven o'clock in the morning. Our parents came. They took us to IHOP up there on Expressway. They, my, they were so, my parents were just like, you told them please the do not do yeah. this. Oh, yeah, they knew. They were <laughs> like, awesome. they knew we were doing it, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, they were so, I can't, and now I'm like thinking back on it, you know, like, like what were you that thinking? is so yeah. insane. That's like the dumbest thing to do. So we just yeah. start walking down the road, uh, you know, and uh, we made it to I-40. And so we left the store at seven o'clock. By noon, we were in Amarillo. Really? Yeah, it was amazing. We were just like, just like we're random, going. Like, yeah, yeah, just all yeah. these, all these different rides. Yeah, um, just down the highway, you know. <laughs> and so we ended up getting out to Amarillo by noon. So like that first day, I think we ended up in like. Uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay. And then it just went on from there. It was a week. And so we ended up in San Francisco. That's amazing. Yeah. We, so, <laughs> and we got to San Francisco and we like had to get back. Yeah. You know, and so we ended up using the rest of our money to get a Greyhound bus. Oh, it was a man. 40 hour Greyhound bus from, that was from San Francisco. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. And we, we were just dead tired too because we've been yeah. walking so long i mean you're just walking out these barren highways yeah. you know for a yeah. long time uh but it was amazing i'll say so my takeaway from hitchhiking was that in between so in one week we went from oklahoma city to san francisco mm -hmm. i swear we got picked up by every demographic like it was gay straight man yeah. woman uh, truckers, black, white. Like, well, we, yeah. we didn't get any truckers. No truckers. No truckers. Because really? we, and that was something we thought we would get truckers, but That's we were what I but out on the road. They have like insurance policies and stuff. They can't okay. pick up random strangers. They have jobs to do. I you know see. what I mean? So okay. you don't really get picked up. We got picked up by everybody though. We got picked up by <laughs> like refugees. I mean, it was just amazing. I mean, it was, it was yeah. wild, 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 but so, nothing sketchy like happened along the way where you were like, like maybe, some sketchy people, but yeah. you know, I think if you're just putting off a, a vibe like, Hey, I'm not sketchy. Then they're like, okay, cool. 
you're not okay. sketchy, that's fine. I'm not going to be sketchy around you. All right, cool. Because I have to confess, I've never picked up a hitchhiker ever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, have yeah. Have you done that? Where it's oh, like yeah, yeah. Reverse. Yeah. Now yeah. I think uh, it's kind of like the rule of the road. You, mm -hmm. you, I got picked up by a lot of people, so yeah. I am obligated. Unless I am like on the way somewhere. Yeah, if I yeah. see somebody and they've got their thumb out, I will probably pick them up. Man. I will probably pick and them up. And nothing sketchy happened. That no, no, no. Okay. People are just trying to get somewhere. Yeah, they're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think there's so many horror stories, and we can we can demonize the world. You know, that's probably my thing. I've watched like too many like crime shows, yeah. or, like right, movies right. or something. <laughs> like you know, that's probably my. Well, deal. and you know. <laughs> We were 21 at the time, 21 or 22, and there were two of us. Yeah. So it wasn't like I was just walking out into the world alone. True. I had my best friend at the time. You know, he was mm -hmm. taller than me. Yeah. So that's good. He was kind of like <laughs> the muscle behind the operation. He was very yeah. skinny, but yeah. he was taller. You yeah. know, so, no. And what was the end goal? Like, we're, we're going to go to we just the had West the Coast? And, yeah, it was just like, see just how like, far we could go. Okay. Um, we <laughs> we were going to try to do it as like a philanthropic thing at first. We were like, let's yeah. raise money. You know, maybe we can get people to donate. Like... Uh, five cents per mile or something like that. Uh, so okay. we made this whole thing. We took it to all these businesses. Nobody. We, nobody. Like, nobody. <laughs> I think everybody was like, we're not supporting yeah. you hitchhiking. And that's a terrible right, idea. Right. Even if it is for a good cause, we're yeah. not going to do it. But yeah. yeah, it's too bad. Like YouTube, I don't know if it probably wasn't around, right? But you probably could have uh, made yeah, it like, been, I know. a whole well, vlog so, out of it. And right? that was part of it too. We documented the whole oh, thing. Oh, you did? I did video the whole thing. Okay. So I had like maybe... 10 hours of footage of us, you know. You should upload that to YouTube. I know, it, but it's just like, it's just, it took forever, you know, because it was uh, high eight yeah. tapes, cassette yeah. tapes at the time. <laughs> and so, you know, that ended up being going out or whatever and you sell mm -hmm. your camera, but you keep the tapes and then you're like, wait a minute, I can't watch these, right? right? And right. so, you know, yeah. I, I think a couple years ago, I mailed them to somebody to- uh, Like convert trans it? Yeah, yeah, okay. and it was like, Three hundred dollars or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't. It wasn't. I didn't mail him. I just went down the street, right over yeah. here to. Oh, uh, to uh, Bedford. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. They they did it for me. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it was expensive because it's like ten tapes, you know. And yeah. It's just like all this yeah. weird. So you got the footage digital. I have, at yeah, least, I have. Right? Yeah, I've got a digital. Okay. So maybe maybe all. You should totally. I know. Do that. I need to find some. It's embarrassing though too. I'm like young. Yeah. I'm just talking to the camera all sweaty. <laughs> That's you know? awesome. You were like the first vlogger. You we're didn't even know we're out here in the desert, you know, <laughs> we're going to die. I'm just yeah. like, oh, man, I don't want to watch this. You What'd know. you do for meals and stuff? Like, uh, We would just eat at whatever. Just like the cheapest, just, whatever yeah. you could find. I mean, yeah. And, okay. you know, that there's like a lot of really kind people out there on the road, too. We yeah. People would buy us food and, and yeah. uh, <laughs> take care of us. It was nice. Yeah. Man, we... we like I drove somebody's car, you know what I mean? Like mm. a woman picked us up and she had a baby in the backseat. Really? You know, like this is like the craziest stuff. Wow. Like people are really, really <laughs> trusting. Yeah. Like two 21 year old, you know, it's just like. And I've got my baby and like, yeah, yeah, why right not? Now. Let's pick them <laughs> sure, up. Sure. Some strangers. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> a lot more trusting than what I would be. Yeah. 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 Man. Oh, you got to pick them up. <laughs> they need help, man. So tell me about like some of your coworkers. I, I've got here like. Carlos Barboza, yeah. Tanner, Dylan, Man. like yep. like who all like would you consider kind of like your your coworkers there? Those guys are yeah. I mean Jason Polly's in there too. Um, um 
I mean, I don't want to miss anybody. I don't want to miss anybody. But <laughs> put you on the spot. I I get to paint with those guys a lot, and it's awesome, man. I learn something from those guys every time. Yeah. Um, there are other artists that just love art. They love making stuff. They love being outside. Mm-hmm. Um, there is something like therapeutic to being up against a wall and just painting and cutting a little tiny line that's like. You know, yeah. Real, yeah, it's cool, man. And you're up there on a little lift that's like the, the size of this table. Mm-hmm. Just two people for 12 yeah, hours or whatever crazy. for a week. Yeah, it's like you make great friends. Yeah. Um, so it's cool. Uh, yeah, so Carlos, amazing, uh, incredible His artist. His stuff, like I've seen, it's almost like, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, it's like not realism. Like it's like, yeah. it looks like a like an actual portrait, right? Like yes. it's amazing. His stuff is uh, hyper realistic, and that's like that's a cool too about just the that those three people that you mentioned mm-hmm. and other artists that I get to to work with. Everybody's style is wildly different. It's unique. Yeah. Carlos's stuff is not like Jason Polly's. Mm-hmm. Jason Polly's is not like Dylan's. Dylan's yeah. is not like Tanner's. Yeah. So it's amazing to get to work with just those artists, and then soak up whatever knowledge they're you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Styles are different. Tanner Frady's stuff is like super, super, super clean, precise, like yeah. the cleanest, straightest lines, beautiful letters. You know, Carlos's stuff is that precise, except photorealistic. Right. You know, yeah. so you have these wildly different styles. Yeah, but, uh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, man, those guys. Tony Thunder, I work with Tony Thunder a lot, um, just like illustrating stuff. Or I get to screen print posters for people sometime or even assist them on their murals, which is fun. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm kind of even like moving in that direction. I like helping other artists install their murals now. Oh, okay. It's kind of less headache for me. Mm-hmm. Drafting and coming up with concepts and stuff is mentally exhausting. Yeah. And so if Carlos calls me and says, hey, I got a gig, we need to go paint. I can say, yeah, sure, I'll be there. I'll be there from this time to this time, and here's my rate. And I don't have to send an email. Man, I'm like terrible (laughs) at all the back end. You know. Yeah. If you're creative, (laughs) you just want to do like the creative part, right? Right, yeah. You you don't care about like all the business behind the scenes. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not exactly a... uh, wonderfully punctual person yeah and i have to i have to make a (laughs) admission of guilt here i'm admitting to the listeners uh that we had an email thread going well first off he reached out to me louis reached out to me on instagram said hey you want to do a podcast i said i don't really think so because i'm kind of a chump (laughs) you're like i forgot what you said you're like uh, I don't know what I would really talk like, about. I don't have like, anything yeah. like, of value to contribute. I was like, it's just a conversation. Like, just come hang out. Yeah. So I was trying to dodge it. I was trying to dodge it at first. And then he yeah. followed up. We got it. He got an email with all these questions. I was gonna, I filled it out. It had the date. 8-11, yeah. right? 8-11 rolls around. I get a phone call from Luis. He's yeah. like, where are you at, my He's man? Like, hey, are you I still making missed it? it. I missed it. I never do that. You know, yeah. I'm super... Uh, scatterbrained and and yeah. aloof and goofy but i man i i'm really that was bad i'm so embarrassed by that it's so, all good <laughs> i humbly apologize for it's all, good. all podcasters the that, most important thing is you're here today so i'm that's, here we that's made what it what matters yeah, yeah. <laughs> and look at us we're having a conversation you got a ton of stories and, yeah. you know, a lot of cool stuff to share with us i got so. a lot of stories that's yeah. It. yeah yeah i think one of the things i always like to ask the people on the podcast is like if i were to pull up your playlist 
Like, what am I going to find on your oh, playlist? Man. Like, what do you oh, man. Oh, I'd to? love to. Yeah, let's yeah. share my playlist. Um, <laughs> Tell me what, what you dig right now. So uh, I listen to a lot of soul and funk. Okay. Um, I listen to a lot of funkadelic, and I listen to a lot of hip-hop, old-school hip-hop. Like who? Um, like, mention some uh, bands or artists. I mean, if you. we were just, if we were trying to find just like a random radio station, mm -hmm. I would say put on Tribe Called Quest Radio. Okay. You know what I mean? Put it on MF Doom. I like MF Doom. I'll listen to that all day yeah. long, right? Okay. Um, I mean, all those, I mean, you know. And psychedelic, like who would you put up there as far as psychedelic stuff? Oh, uh, or like Funkadelic. I like Funkadelic for, for their stuff. George mm -hmm. Clinton. I mean, um, I mean, just all that old stuff is great, man. Cool. I, I just, uh, I li like a lot of instrumental stuff, jazz stuff. Um, Bob James and Ramsey Lewis are some like incredible jazz musicians that I mm -hmm. listen to a lot, but they're all old school guys that get sampled in like every hip hop song yeah. that you know. There's a lot so, of jazz samples in yeah. hip hop. So yeah. that is kind of where my music goes. I love hip hop and I'll listen to all these songs and the ones that have samples, I'll go, Damn, that's dope. Yeah. I like that. And then go I'll find that up. track and then I'll go look it up. Right. Okay. And so, and just by following DJs as well, mm -hmm. you know, um, I, I listen to a guy named Scratch Bastard. Oh, lot, yeah. And yeah. he's really great about uh, just educating his listeners he's like with from, his music. Uh, overseas, right? He, he's uh, in Canada. Yeah. He's up in Canada. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But his stuff's great because he's always like informing people about, oh, here's a great uh, yeah. jazz breakbeat or something like that. Okay. You know, be like, oh, man, that's great. So That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're uh, like painting or whatever, you always have music in the background? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. I yeah. always have music yeah. on the background okay. everywhere. Cool. I've got a radio on. I was like, when I was a kid, I would sleep with a radio at bed, just like scrolling through the channels. I'm mm. one of those weird people, like if I'm listening, I, I do listen to the regular radio sometimes. So I'll even, like, even to this day? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in okay. the car and I'll just be like going through the channels yeah. like, listening. Yeah. <laughs> I, I cool. always, 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 always have music on. Yeah. yeah. I, I think there's always like a connection there between like creatives and like music, it kind of like merges with art, you know. Oh, definitely. Like even like hip hop, right? Like you would have the break dancers and then the tag. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Like, the pillars. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. The elements of hip hop for yeah. sure. Cool. Um, they work together to create that beautiful community, yeah. you know. But that and that's like something I've always joked about with too. Is like the worst part about being an artist is that I wish I was a musician. Really? <laughs> you know? I okay. Mean, it's like, well, because it's this talent that is like oh man that's yeah. so cool there's like, you know but you i have musician yourself. friends that are yeah. like the same way like man I, but i can't draw a stick figure you yeah know, like, you know well i can't strum a, a chord yeah. but you, you know. said you've done like art shows where you've mixed like music and art shows or, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. we ran a venue for a while it was called the arbor and uh and so, yeah, it would be like art on the walls or maybe there's like graffiti happening in the background mm -hmm. or a live mural or something like that. Yeah. Um, while a, a band plays. That's what I was something. telling uh, Dustin Caballero. He's been on the pod, right? And I told him it'd be dope to have an art show where there's a DJ playing live and then he's kind of like doing a mural or whatever yeah. live, kind of going one off each yeah, other yeah. with the music yeah, and stuff. Yeah, definitely. I think that would be cool. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, because I think you could vibe off of one another and like, it'd just be a cool thing to experience for the people that showed up, you know? I get that vibe a lot from, I don't know if you spend a bunch of time in the plaza walls, yeah, alley and gallery and that yeah. kind of stuff, but like the Milk Crate Jam and the Plaza Walls Mural Expo mm -hmm. or the Plaza Festival in general is just like, those are like the most amazing. I love those things because it is that. You've got yeah. the DJs, you got the break 
the B boys and B girls out there, mm-hmm. and then and then you have all these people. Painting. Those elements it's right amazing, there, right? man. Yeah. The energy <laughs> is so good, man. Yeah. And it's it's wild to be like. The hip hop community in Oklahoma City right. is amazing, right. but that is amazing. It's because <laughs> yeah. again, fifteen or even twenty years ago, it just was not like yeah like that, and yeah. it's just grown. It's it's amazing. Cool. Um, it's it's great. Any uh, cool like projects you're currently working on that you can maybe share with oh, us? Oh, let's think. Let's think. I'm trying to think. Uh, I know you said you came straight from like yeah to working right now, right? Yeah, I I'm just putting nothing crazy, but just a little sign mural on uh, cookies karaoke bar, very okay. classic. Uh, I thought it was iconic. the other cookies. Yeah, no, not a dispensary. <laughs> I do paint at a yeah. lot of dispensaries a lot. Mm-hmm. That is very uh, common work now. Yeah. I mean post. 2019, right? Oklahoma Oklahoma's legalized like marijuana, yeah. right? All those uh, dispensaries need design work. All those yeah. dispensaries need uh, murals inside their space. It's great. I mean, it's work. Um, so I do a lot of that stuff. Uh, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I should know. This is like the <laughs> worst thing. Anybody who's a potential client is like, he doesn't even know no. who his clients <laughs> I'm, are. I'm sure you probably have like a, a thousand projects going on, right? I try to yeah. keep it. I, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm always all over the place. I try to keep a nice, a manageable list. Yeah. And I try to tell people, I try to be as upfront as possible. Just being like, I am on site more than I'm in office. Mm-hmm. So if you send me an email and I don't reply to it for like four days or five days or next week, then yeah. I'm sorry. That's, I'm just out. I'm up on a wall on some scaffolding right. or whatever from, you know? Um, and when I get home, I do, I got home, I got homework to do, you know what I mean? I got family, <laughs> family work to do. Yeah. So cool. But, uh, do you ever get like burnt out or like maybe, you know, like writers get like writer's block, right? Like, does that happen? for an artist where you're like, just kind of like you have this block and you need to do something else to get creative again or what? I think definitely. Um, my retreat from art is often nature. Okay. I love being outdoors. I like being in the woods or, or, uh, whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. I like my garden. I like cultivating plants and, and watching animals and that kind of stuff or bugs or whatever. So I'm real weird. I like that kind of stuff. So that is good. But I stay pretty flexible, again, with the media so yeah. that, you know, some weeks are mural weeks and some weeks are like graphic design weeks I see. Uh, or even just whole seasons. You know, I can paint murals in Oklahoma City pretty much between March and December. Yeah. But those months in between, right, you got three months there. That, that weather. That's nothing, Oklahoma right? Weather. And so I either yeah. got to store up and rest, which really doesn't ever happen because I'm not responsible enough to store up anything <laughs> and I never rest. And, but, but so, you know, that season might be like graphic design. I better yeah. go design some pre-roll labels or something like that, okay. you know, cause I'm not painting walls or yeah. whatever. I saw you were making stickers, right? I, uh, yeah, yeah I'm making, uh, I make, that's make cool. stickers and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, van stickers. I'm gonna make some stickers of that That's van. Be I'll like bring your, them over uh, to you. Your, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's yeah. like your business card. Yeah, or yeah, a little business yeah. card. Yeah, cool. I thought it'd be fun. You know. <laughs> yeah, it looks super cool. So we were talking a little bit before we got started off camera about NFTs. Oh yeah. So I'm uh-huh. curious uh-huh. to hear what your thoughts are. Oh my gosh. NFTs. I mean, I think it's amazing. I think did uh, the, the, the the okay. So let's preface this. I know nothing about NFTs. Right? I mean, it's early stages, it's, right? It, it yeah. is. It is completely foreign to me. Mm-hmm. I listened to your podcast with Jose the other day. Yeah, maybe a month ago or, or whatever, and 
I probably learned more about NFTs on that than I have really? at all. Yeah, That's I just awesome. haven't researched it. To me, I, I think, and this is this is me being stubborn mm-hmm. or whatever, or old school or whatever. I like a tangible object, right? Okay. Like, if I was going to buy it, a piece of art from an artist, I want to hang it on my wall. Yeah. I like a print or whatever. Yeah. Now, that being said, listening to Jose talk about that, and I was sitting there thinking to myself, like, what are the things that I was telling my dad or my granddad whenever I was a kid? Right. Not my granddad, but my dad. <laughs> you know, hey, this is cool. You should try this. Mm-hmm. Or whoever, older artist, and them not listening, and me just thinking, they have no idea. Right. And that's right. what Jose's doing. I got to reach out to Jose and get that get that figured out. Or, you know, I and so I logged in on OpenSea and was kind of checking it out. I think it's there. I think there's stuff there. I mean, even if you start thinking about video games or, you know, like Fortnite, right? They're hiring artists to design splash pages and, and kits for their characters or whatever. Right. Like Kipto world famous muralist design stuff for Fortnite. That's tight. He's getting paid doing that, you know? And so it's foolish of me to think that to, to not even by any media necessary. Right. Right. I mean, so if I'm doing everything right, pencil, paper, paint, you got to eat your own dog food. Why would I not? Yeah, yeah right. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Why would I not uh, go try that or do that? So I am curious. I have nothing available, mm-hmm. but I have friends that are kicking butt with it. Uh, Chris Canaley has one that's called Galactables, and okay. it's super dope. Awesome. Jose's got his. Mm-hmm. He, he's got starting a company. I mean, it, it's incredible. So, yeah, yeah I, I, uh, I don't have anything. I don't have an announcement to make anything. Right. But... I'll do something someday when I get like a 10 yeah. minutes to because I think you know you always hear the stereotypical like starving artists right well this whole like web 3.0 nft like changes that right right like right. now if you're the creative you're the one that produces the content like right man like it's the the amount of money you can make the amount of like creativity is right. like unlimited yeah you yeah know? it's wild and again that resellability uh, that's not a word but like that there's a percentage that continually yeah. goes to the artist yeah. is incredible. You, you can get right? like a, a commission almost. Like a royalty. You set like a royalty exactly. every time it transfers. It's amazing. Yeah. That I think, I wish there was a way. I mean, maybe there is a way. I'm maybe just ignorant, but I wish there was a way I could do that with like paintings or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's an incredible thing. You were talking about investments. Funny you mentioned that. There's like uh, actual like funds that you can like invest in. And then they have like the actual artwork, right? Right. Because like, a, a typical person may not be able. Collectors. Yeah. 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 Right. Like, like I think artwork outpaces uh, like traditional investments a lot of times, like in returns. Uh-huh. So if you own like this crazy, like uh, I don't know, like uh, Mona Lisa, let's just say, right? right? Like the the normal person probably can't afford a Mona Lisa, right? But with NFTs, you could earn a percentage of that Mona Lisa, right? right. You go in with a yeah, group of people. Yeah, yeah. If the Mona Lisa gets sold, you all get royalties, yeah, yeah. right? That's so tight. There's a lot of opportunity there. <laughs> and that's how it should be. I mean, yeah. really, right? Like, um, that that's how it should be. It's just like music, right? You yeah. need to be paying artists. I mean, artists need to get paid. They're That's important. That's happening too with NFTs where they're just like, I don't need a record label. I'm just going to release my album as yeah, an NFT. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 that's cool. Yeah. yeah, so you can like actually purchase a song And as that's an like kind of where, you know, I'm a screen printer, so I like doing poster prints and that kind of stuff. So I've, mm-hmm. all, I've wondered too, like, well, what if I just did a poster print for the 
buyer like myself who wants the tangible object and it comes with the That'd NFT awesome. or something like that. Yeah. And then if you sell the NFT, that's fine. You still get yeah. your poster. You can keep it hanging on the right. wall or something like right. that. But. And it authenticates the poster, right? You can say like, this is the Okie Dust original. Yeah, right. You're the owner of right. this poster, right? right? Yeah. yeah. And then somebody will be like, well, that was a bad investment. <laughs> I don't know about that. Why? No. Yeah, cool. we'll see. I don't know. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, all, all, all that stuff is amazing. I love it. Uh, art is is really thriving right yeah. now. I mean, uh, and music is thriving right now. We, we are in a really great moment where, yeah. where things are beautiful and video is beautiful and, and it's incredible. And if you just look around, the younger people, like they don't really want to like, flex right like with like traditional like cars or whatever it's more about like what do you own oh, online yeah, yeah. Uh -huh, right uh -huh. like if a kid plays Fortnite, like let's let me see like what kind of like upgrades you have yeah, you yeah have, right, right. Uh -huh. so i think the kids are already living that yeah right? like where it's like all about like digital like, oh definitely what do you own oh definitely yeah, right? yeah 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 and that's <laughs> i mean that's that's like we're in that kind of uh last uh generation of analog really yeah. you know which is kind of like a wild i don't know it's cool yeah it's very great cool awesome well i think you you definitely have like some exploring to do there like i think like, we'll see man yeah I'm gonna, i'll try something <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna link up with jose i'm i really am i'm gonna so there's another shout out to jose i'm gonna use him i'm gonna cool. figure it out with with that way because they're doing a good job awesome so. another thing i like to ask the guests is tell me something about you that most people don't know about so that most put you on a, don't know about put you on the spot. that we haven't already talked yeah. about. I mean, uh, <laughs> and it could be like hitchhiking, I something mean, weird you like to eat or whatever. Like it can be as deep or not deep as you want. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, man, man. I know I was probably, I was supposed to, he sent me an email. You see <laughs> that had all these questions. Yeah. And one of the questions was tell us, or think of something think about, about it, yourself, yeah. but I am an idiot. <laughs> and in that email, I typed out, I went hitchhiking one right, time. And right. then I sent the you email. And then I emailed him back. I said, I, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I really don't okay. know. I don't know. Cool. If, they, if they're that curious after all this, then just shoot me a message on Instagram. We'll chat. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Plug in your social. Like, yeah, oh, oh, where yeah. can people okay. find you? Oh yeah. Oh, Hey guys, my name's Dusty. Okie dust. Uh, Oki Dust online at Oki Dust or okidust.com. Okay. Um, on IG, where where else are you? Are that's you pretty on, much it. No TikTok, no Facebook. No TikTok, okay. no Twitter. I have Facebook, but honestly, let's just not even. Okay. Don't even go there. Potential just, YouTube to get that San Francisco. Oh, oh the, the footage going. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah. that, that'll be pending. We'll see what okay. happens with that. Yeah, cool. I think I maybe. Awesome. I don't know. But right. yeah, yeah, Instagram and stuff. Or just come see me in the plaza. I'm around the plaza. Uh, if you see my old van cruising around, come say what's up. I have a little sticker. I'm going to get little stickers yeah. of the van. Cool. Uh, or if you see me out on a wall with a friend or something like that, come say what's up. I love talking to people. Um, I like talking about art. I like working and talking. And so it's always cool. I love when young artists come up and say what's up. Uh, so, yep, there you go. Come awesome. say what's up. I got a smiley face on cool. my head. <laughs> All right. Well, I, once again, I want to thank you for, for being on the pod. No, thank I you, I know man. you're yeah, super busy. No, like, oh, yeah, so yeah, we yeah. finally made it happen. You had a ton of stuff to share. And like I said, like every time I would have a mirror list or something, they're like, oh, you got to talk to Dustin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dust. No, man, so here we are. That's humbling. <laughs> that's very nice. There's a bunch of great muralists out there. Support local art. Uh, 
support Sunny Days Mural Fest, support the Plaza District, Plaza Walls. Yeah. Uh, all that stuff is thriving. Paseo, we can throw them in there too. We need to support all this stuff. Cause awesome. it, and if most of your listeners are in Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, we know that it's growing. Yeah. And it's obviously putting our name out there, yeah. right? Like we're winning awards, right? So mm-hmm. keep supporting art. I'm so grateful for everybody that supports awesome. local art. Cool. That's a great way to wrap it up. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, the super talented Oki Dust on the Maverick podcast. Thanks Keep grinding me. because in the dream we trust. <laughs>